1: Welcome to Primal Body, Primal Mind. Your host, Nora Gedgaudis, is here to take you on a fun-filled and informational journey through the mind and your body with a focus on neurofeedback and healthy nutrition and what it can do for you, your family, and friends. Now, here's your host, Nora Gedgaudis.
2: Well, hello again from beautiful and almost sunny Portland, Oregon, and welcome to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. And I am your host this hour, Nora Gedgaudis. And we're here this first half hour today to talk about Basically the pitfalls of vegetarianism and veganism and why eating a diet devoid of meat and animal products may well do you more harm than good. And uh, it may not be so surprising to many of my listeners, but there may be a number of people listening for whom this is a big surprise. Well, joining us for this important discussion is going to be one of the legendary voices in the field of natural health and certainly one of my great influences, Dr. Ron F. Schmid. Uh, Ron is a naturopathic doctor and the author of Traditional Foods Are Your Best Medicine and also the book, The Untold Story of Milk. And we'll be getting to Ron very shortly here. Um, in our second half hour today, though, I'll be answering some of the questions I've gotten over email from many of you listeners uh, regarding a range of topics on diet, nutrition, and, and neurofeedback. Uh, so you guys are all welcome to call in. Uh, please don't be shy. The number is 866-472-5792. But first, what are some of the pitfalls inherent in a vegetarian and especially vegan diet? I mean, after all, vegetarianism seems to be widely promoted today, doesn't it, by numerous health pundits and, and veganism. The complete avoidance of all animal products seems to be on the rise. This is a really newfound fad, especially in young girls, well, what are the consequences and the implications of this? Why might this be a problem, a very big problem and why do you what do you need to know about that? Well, even I once upon a time in a galaxy far far away, um, succumbed to the idea that vegetarianism was something actually good for me. this was quite a long time ago now, but the whole time, uh, I was struggling to be a vegetarian, a good little well-behaved vegetarian, I continued to crave meat and, and really struggled with that. I mean, I experienced a lot of guilt when, when I did indulge and eventually I even developed, uh, an eating disorder. It, in retrospect, I can see so clearly now what was going on with me, but at the time, it was pretty confusing. And I ate, I was eating a lot of tofu in those days and I, I struggled a lot with depression and cravings. I mean, Not one of the healthier times in my life. It's funny how once I resumed eating meat, too, my my eating disorder also managed to resolve as well. Well, from the perspective of what I do as a neurofeedback clinician these days, I can tell you all in no uncertain terms that by far the most dysregulated, dysfunctional, and intractable nervous systems I have ever worked with, I mean, the ones that have been the hardest to help, have nearly all been hardcore vegetarians and especially vegans. These nervous systems are so depleted of essential nutrients that their brains simply lack the raw materials they need to work with. Vegetarian diet also, almost by definition, tends to be a starch, grain, and soy based diet. I mean, those that have read my book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, or have read my blog, or listened to my show, know what long and far ranging consequences this implies. Well, Before I begin to climb a little too high on my own soapbox here and uh, get a little carried away with myself, I'd like to welcome one of my most influential inspirations to the show, Dr. Ron F. Schmid. Dr. Ron, as he likes to be called, is a graduate of MIT and the National College of Naturopathic Medicine, actually right here in Portland, in fact. And he has taught at all four of the American naturopathic schools. He has served as the former clinical director and chief medical officer at the University of Bridgeport College of Naturopathic Medicine. He is the author of a book that stands out for me as one of my most powerful early influences, Traditional Foods Are Your Best Medicine, and has more recently written the definitive book on the subject of raw milk called The Untold Story of Milk. I am honored and secretly, or not so secretly, thrilled to welcome Dr. Ron F. Schmidt to the show. Welcome, Ron.
3: Well, thank you, Nora. Uh, nice, to, nice to be on your show. My gosh, did I, did I really do all those things?
2: I, I've, Well, I don't know. I found it writing somewhere on the internet, but you see a lot of things on the internet.
3: So. I didn't think I was old enough to, to do all that, but uh, anyway.
2: Well, I'm I, sure I, you're I, still uh, so, thank you. young at heart, right?
3: I hope so. <laughs> I
2: First out, it, you know, it might make sense to look at some of the reasons why people feel the need to turn to vegetarianism these days, I and mean, I have some common reasons listed um, that in, that include things like, you know, say the idea that vegetarian or, uh, vegetarianism or veganism is somehow healthier for you, or that meat is somehow bad for you. Um, the, there's also that political motivation that many are driven by. Um, which is sort of the very reasonable objection to the way animals are treated and, and the many evils of the commercial meat industry, or the idea that somehow meat-eating is less spiritual uh, way of life somehow. And, you know, finally, the one that's hardest to successfully address, I think, the emotional attachment and aversion to the idea of eating animals. I mean, virtually all of these concerns are, virtually all of them anyway, are very, very easy to address with sound reason in a in a big hurry, aren't they?
3: Um I would say yes uh, the, the, the I think you're right that the hardest thing uh, for people to overcome is the, that feeling that they just don't they don't want to kill animals and and that's um I think that we have to be very understanding of that and, and sympathetic to that and I, respectful, I, I, yeah I really you know I, I have a big hunk of raw of uh, more or less raw meat every day, but that doesn't mean that everybody has to
2: And I don't, I don't either. Of course, I don't see necessarily the logical place to go, you know, when you don't want to support the interests of the commercial meat industry. You know, running straight from there to ve- veganism, and there's certainly that middle ground where there are many, many, um, you know, wonderful um, farmers out there working very hard, um, well,
3: people who- trying to do the right thing. is that the brain becomes totally befuddled on that kind of nutrition and it really becomes impossible to make any kind of responsible decisions about life. Um not just about eating, about anything. Right. Um, I mean I, I'm I'm sorry to, to the vegans out there, but folks you're you're really confused and, and your nutrition is making you more confused. So it's sort of a vicious circle. It's hard to help someone when they can't really reason properly. So the longer someone has been into that uh, that mode, the more difficult it becomes for them to think straight and, and get themselves straightened out.
2: Right, yeah, I know. Those people oftentimes do come to a place of, of desperation at some point. They, they tend to have extraordinarily over-aroused nervous systems, and uh that can be very, very difficult to calm down. And... um um and you know memory problems and mood and emotional issues and you know sleep issues and any uh any number of things the other thing that i think is a really common consequence of all of this and even with just not even with the vegans but even vegetarians is that again that their their diet tends to be by definition a rather high lectin and antigen sort of based diet and um and, uh, and, and the development of, of, food sensitivities is, is something that is a very, very common problem in these folks. I mean, sometimes well, they get themselves to a point, even with, um you know, with the dairy products and things like that, that they, they can't tolerate even that anymore. You, at which uh, point, you know, you're at a crossroads the, and having to make
3: some. About the, um, have you explained to them, uh, the, the sort of knowledge basis and the, the research basis about vegetarian diets around the world, and in looking at traditional diets and how we really know that, that that these these problems are going to are going to come up with vegetarian diets even 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 be, before we meet the people who have the problems just by looking at history that right. we can that we can tell that this is a huge problem. Have you gone through that with your with your audience at some point? Oh yeah. yeah and, in other words, they, they know, know folks out there listening to your show know what we're say, what we mean when we say that this is sort of a almost a given that these problems exist. That that, that by looking at the at, at history and at, at studies of uh, anthropology, we know that human beings are, are simply not meant to live on on vegan diets.
2: Right, right. You know, when we know too from you know Weston Price's work uh, over. Ten years and hundred thousand miles traveled across the globe, and and in actually kind of in search of a vegetarian culture. He was looking for um, you know a purely vegetarian culture out there, and never did find one, much to his disappointment, even.
3: Well, actually, well, it, it, yes, uh, he, he he found vegetarian cultures, but always it was you know, because of some. Um, quasi-religious region or, or moral reasons that, that, that pockets of, of people had chosen to live that way and invariably with great problems.
2: Right, right. Uh, Native uh, cultures always stressed the importance of animal foods. In,
3: in fact, they particularly stressed the importance for women who were either wanting to be pregnant or what were pregnant and for young children. Um, it was animal fats that... Uh, it was foods that were rich in animal fats that were most stressed in culture after
2: culture. Right. That was, was the opposite
3: uh of what we have today with with the, the medical profession stressing low fat diets and, and degrading animal fats in their in their infinite
2: um, Yeah, I'd, I'd, there's actually some new book out there and I don't even uh know the title, but there was a, a listserv that was uh talking um about um I'd actually posted something about uh, support about healing uh from from surgery and, and and bone problems and whatnot i was offering some nutritional ideas and, uh, and an md came on and was citing some new book that that basically was promoting the idea which he was very uh, pleased to inform us all about that that there was no such thing as a good fat <laughs> i mean my eyes about popped out of my head as you can imagine and um uh, i mean this this myth of the idea that fat is somehow bad for us um that natural fat is somehow bad for us is just this bugaboo that will simply not go away um despite the complete you know lack of evidence to support the contention that you know that it that somehow you know somehow does us harm so I'm wondering, Ron, how, how many years have you been in... in... Okay, we're going to go to a break here right now. Uh, please, everybody, stay tuned. This is Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio, and we'll be back with Dr. Ron Schmidt in just a few moments.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: NBC science consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Getgautis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host says, If you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book, Go Beyond the Low-Carb and Paleo Diet to Discover the Ultimate Key to Health, a Better Brain, Weight Loss, Better Mood, and a Longer Life. Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, today. And sign up for Nora Gedgaudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com.
5: Want to learn more about neurofeedback? Want to find a trained clinician for yourself or for a loved one? Or maybe you are a professional looking to offer this powerful, non-invasive technique to improve results for your toughest clients. At EEG Info, we are the leading provider of neurofeedback resources, videos, and training for the next generation of neurofeedback professionals. If you want to improve symptoms of emotional and behavioral dysfunction, this non-invasive approach is the answer you've been looking for. Neurofeedback is successful in helping people of all ages achieve a feeling of greater health and well-being. Visit us at eeginfo.com today to learn more about neurofeedback or to find a local clinician who can help you or someone you love. Unlock the full potential of your brain today. Visit eeginfo.com. Are you looking for a
4: new perspective in today's challenging economic and personal times? Join the journey to your personal best on the Sky's the Limit radio program featuring your hosts, Karen Lovett, Jackie Lawney, and John McDermott. The engaging discussion will center on concrete ideas and actions to help improve your personal wealth, love, appreciation. Power, choice, relationships, and more. Karen, Jackie, and John will guide you to your true power of choice on The Sky's the Limit, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on 7th Wave Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You're tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora.
2: Well, welcome back to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. And uh, we're here today with uh, Dr. Ron Schmidt, a naturopath um, in practice in Connecticut, um, and we're talking about the whole issue of vegetarianism and veganism and what some of the pitfalls are and what you might need to know. And, uh Ron, I w- I'm wondering how many years have you been in practice now?
3: Oh, about 30.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: a isn't
2: it? Yeah, that is a big wow. Um, so, in that time, what would you say some of the most common problems are that you typically see in your Vegetarian and vegan clinical populations.
3: Um, I think the first thing is, is sort of a general malaise and fatigue um, that comes over people. I, th- there are some people who do really very, very relatively well on, on a vegan, even a vegan routine, when when they're raw food people. I mean, they get very thin, um, but if they're eating tons of sprouts. And uh, and fresh greens, uh, and of course they they'll eat nuts and seeds and things, um, but a, but a huge volume of fresh raw greens can go a long way to to making people feel good, and they actually might do well even for years on a routine like that. But at a certain point, um, it catches up to them, and it, or it catches up much faster if it's your sort of beans and rice and and, and sugar, right, and right. It. Um, but that 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 tapping of energy okay. depressed immune system and and chronic fatigue kind of a thing is is often the first thing that leads people to look for help but you know most most people will discover in investigating me at all that i'm not oriented toward a vegetarian regime at all, and so not really too many people would seek out someone like me. they tend to look for a practitioner who's vegetarian it 's sort of a a reverse catch-22 or something, you know. I mean, here's some, exactly the reason they have problems make them seek out a practitioner who is in that mold or sympathetic to that. And so, it's a, it's kind of a self-perpetuating problem that
2: way. Yeah, That well, it, it does make sense. Um I know given, given what I do, um people are becoming increasingly aware of, of my book and, and of my orientation that way, but, you know, living in, in Portland, Oregon, which is sort of uh, in some ways the valley of tofu, you know. <laughs> um, we have a rather huge vegetarian and, and vegan population in this town.
3: Lots. That's right. of, you know. I wonder how much the National College my, my alma mater may have might have plenty to do with that. There're always a, a big a big enclave of vegan vegetarian people there who refuse to look at the, the very simple uh, overwhelming evidence about how destructive it was. And these were, of course, medical people, natural medicine people.
2: Right, right.
3: Really, the bias that exists and and the unwillingness to um, examine this issue in a a rational, reasonable way. I mean, all you have to do is look at the evidence, which I'm sure you present in your book, and both of my books are full of the kind of evidence I'm talking about, with all kinds of references and so forth that, that demonstrate... Really, the, the background of what we're saying, and yet medical, medical people, natural medicine people, lay people, that will will just ignore it uh, with these sort of blind uh, prejudices that they have about it.
2: Yeah, I, I'm I'm continually surprised by even the number of people in the natural healthcare field that are con- very confused about um, this issue, um, and and part of I think the reason is that I think a lot of this that that. Uh, issues around diet and um, the whole subject of diet really isn't particularly taught. Um, it's sort of left to the bias of the various instructors that students have in these in these programs to um, you know, sort of absorb through osmosis what a good diet actually consists of, but so much of it is sort of evidence-based medicine that's more based on um, I- interests in what specific supplements do than in dealing with the larger um, dietary issues
3: yeah th- that's an interesting subject too i mean we we when I established my supplements company, we did it with a particular um uh world view in mind that that animal foods um of the right quality would were good for you and everything that we've done is based on that our 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 cod liver oils and our organ and gland supplements and all the other things we make are reflect um the notion that uh a lot of the usefulness of supplements will come if you if you make them superfoods, you right. extract them from superfoods, and then use them to complement the diet and, and kind of fill in areas that might be weak with these animal-based nutrients that are so
2: important. Right, and not to sound overly like an infomercial here for you, but, but I I do think that there is um, that's part of what is wonderful about uh, your site and a lot of the products that you sell that you know I know that I use often you know use myself is that you do uh put things together so much from kind of a whole food base and uh and t- and keeping a lot of these uh ideas about our sort of anthropological origins in in mind uh in terms of what we need in order to sustain us it's n- in other words your your superfoods aren't just like chock full of bee pollen not that there's anything wrong with bee pollen but You you have that wonderful uh, multi-organ blend that uh, I remember when I first saw that, I thought, oh, man, this is brilliant. Why why don't more companies produce a product like this?
3: Yeah, there really isn't anything else like it. The the only way I've learned, I mean, all the time I've been a doctor into natural healing, I really have only found one uh, underlying uh, fundamental way to help people to heal. Um, not that there aren't other ways. I I I mean, I realize that you, that you can help people with herbs, and you can help help people with um, electricity, <laughs> rice machines, and, and various other kinds of of healing modes, and uh, uh, chiropractic manipulation. And I mean, there are lots of lots of people out there doing very very wonderful things to help people with their health. But the effect of, of truly fundamental. Um, change to get at the root of most problems. It, you have to change the nutrition, and and it's very fundamental. You, you and you can change the nutrition incredibly, uh, greatly, as you know from your your work and your your writing about primal prim, um, primal issues. Uh,
2: yeah. and diet.
3: And uh, what I the way I see supplements is that you you design supplements to complement um, a good diet. They have to be based in, in, in the knowledge of what constitutes um, ideal human diet. And, and I, have, I have, I believe, discovered over the years, through, partly through trial and error and partly through looking at the history of the human diet, that the, that the fundamentally best human diet is essentially uh, wild animals and fresh raw vegetables. That's what our ancestors ate 99% of the time for hundreds of thousands of years. And when we go back to that primal diet, and it's very simple, just wild
2: Too is just how much uh, the soils in our environment and so many things have changed since um, our more ancient ancestors were out walking around uh, with loin and spears. We have pretty fairly, you know, depleted soils now, and uh, and there's so many things working against us that um, you know it, it really I think does often take some supplementation to be able. To really live more optimally uh, in, in today 's world um, it's uh, you know the other thing to keep in mind too with, con- with regard to conventional supplements I mean modern science is you know it's it's still pretty new and we 've only isolated a tiny handful of nutrients um, from um, from the various foods that we consume that we recognize as being essential to our well being but unfortunate thing is that of course you know for instance with with respect to vitamin c you know the very first thing they found was ascorbic acid so because it was the very first thing they found they assumed it was the most important thing and uh and it was the only thing that could be defined as vitamin c and um they since of course discovered that there's actually a whole complex that this is sort of that ascorbic acid is really only kind of like the outer wrapper and what is actually uh this whole complex of bioflavonoids and nutrients that actually make up vitamin C and um, when you consume foods in their whole natural state, you're getting around the issue I think of what we don't know
1: um,
2: there's really so much more that we don't know than what we do in terms of w- what all exists you know in, in foods that may be of of benefit to us or or at, at the very least there's a lot there that we have yet to discover, and so you know, this is one reason why I, I really like uh, some of the stuff that you carry. Um, and you also have a really, really great uh, probiotic. I, I often recommend to people. I, I won't say it's the best tasting thing I've <laughs> ever come across, but it's uh, extremely highly concentrated and seems to be really effective. I think it it's is called doctor Friendly. Yeah, that's
3: that one of the things that I actually take every day myself, even though my diet is everything i think it should be I, I i add that because uh what what we do is um we grow the microbes in the liquid we bottle the liquid that we grow the microbes in and so it's really alive the microbes are, are alive right i mean rather than freeze- drying them out and putting them in capsules we simply bottle the liquid so it, it's really uniquely effective yeah. I'd like you have a commercial coming and It's time for me to go. Our time is gone.
2: Yes, it, it sounds like it is. Um, I, well, Ron, I, you might not know this, but I'm really one of your biggest fans. and they, I appreciate
3: it. And yeah. Tell your listeners, if you would, they can find us at World Wide Web, Dr. DrRons.com. D-R-R-O-N-S.
2: Dot com, yes. So I really hope you won't be a stranger here and that we can entice you perhaps to come back again sometime so, um, And for the rest of you listeners, get ready. After this break, I'll be taking the time to answer some of your questions and emails here on the show. Uh, you're more than welcome to call in. The lines are open. Please call 866-472-5792. I'd love to hear from you. This is Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. I'm Nora Gaudis, and we'll be back in just a minute.
4: your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: NBC science consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Gittgaudis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host says, if you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book. Go beyond the low-carb and paleo diet to discover the ultimate key to health, a better brain, weight loss, better mood, and a longer life. Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, today. And sign up for Nora Edgoudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com.
5: Want to learn more about neurofeedback? Want to find a trained clinician for yourself or for a loved one? Or maybe you are a professional looking to offer this powerful, non-invasive technique to improve results for your toughest clients. At EEG Info, we are the leading provider of neurofeedback resources, videos, and training for the next generation of neurofeedback professionals. If you want to improve symptoms of emotional and behavioral dysfunction, this non-invasive approach is the answer you've been looking for. Neurofeedback is successful in helping people of all ages achieve a feeling of greater health and well-being. Visit us at eeginfo.com today to learn more about neurofeedback or to find a local clinician who can help you or someone you love. Unlock the full potential of your brain today. Visit eeginfo.com.
1: When you were young, did you feel free to daydream? Were you full of questions such as why, how, and what if? Did you allow yourself to be carefree, to dance and sing? Did you create just for fun? Want to feel that way again? Reclaim your natural curiosity and creativity with Dr. Carol Stalkup on Stargazing Stories, sparking your creativity. Revitalize your life, work, and relationships. Be more playful, be bold, imagine, explore, and live more creatively every day. Tune in Wednesdays at 11 a.m. in the East, 8 a.m. in the West on 7th Wave Network.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You're tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora.
2: Well, welcome back to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. Well, folks, in this half hour, I'd like to try to address a few of the questions that have come my way regarding... Uh, several topics you know I get a, a ton of emails from all over the country regarding any number of issues and I try to answer what I can um, over email but of course I have this two-finger uh, peck and search typing method that <laughs> makes it hard for me sometimes to get to all your questions and it's hard to get to everything personally um, a few questions um, out there seem to come up again and again so I thought I'd try taking some time to consolidate a few of these and and take a stab at answering some of these here on the air so that everyone can benefit. But I also want you all to know that you're also welcome to call into the show this half hour with your questions. The number here again is 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now, before I go any further here, um, I want to make perfectly clear that nothing we talk about here on this show is meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any disease or any medical condition of any kind. And if you have a medical condition, I really encourage you to seek out your own qualified and trusted medical health care provider. We're only talking about things in general terms here on the show, and everyone is different, so please know that. And now that we have that out of the way, um, one uh, question that has come up here and there, and that uh, it certainly comes up with my clients every so often, um, that some people that have take that start taking on some of the suggestions in my book and eating a diet that is um, a little bit lower in, uh, in 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 a more moderate, you know, in, in protein and uh, higher in fat and uh, And basically eliminating uh, sugar and starch. Um, a lot of these people will report, or some people will. Actually, most people report a pretty almost immediate enhanced sense of well-being. Most people report a lot more energy. Most people report um, very quickly, you know fewer aches and pains and clearer thinking and fewer cravings. And I mean, it's I'm actually kind of dumbfounded actually at how quickly people start to feel uh pretty immensely better. And every so often they will get an email from somebody who says, oh, you know, um, I, for some reason I feel just a little more constipated. <laughs> you know, things seem to be kind of backed up. I, I was used to going more often and now all of a sudden things seem to have slowed down. You know, can you give me some idea why this might be and what kind of suggestions do you offer? And... Um, and so, uh, even for people who claim that they've never really had a problem with that, and the thing, the first thing to kind of keep in mind when it comes to that kind of problem is that any dietary change, any time you make a significant change in your diet, there is the potential to kind of um, throw your GI tract into a little bit of kitty wampus for for a while. There's an adjustment period uh, where things could go either way. Now, for some people, they make that transition very smoothly, no pun intended,
4: <laughs> or,
2: you know, other people for whom it is a little bit less smooth of a transition. And, and there, again, there isn't any one simple answer uh, to address that particular problem. Um, but, you know, here are some possibilities. Now, you know, poor hydrochloric acid production, for instance, resulting in impaired digestion of protein and, and leading to a rather poor digestion of fats is and it, that can really for sure slow things down and it's it's a pretty common problem. So I mean if you have a history of vegetarianism for instance this is a very real possibility uh, for you and you may need to supplement with hydrochloric acid for a time with meals in order to jump start your own natural production of hydrochloric acid or you may be deficient in a number of, of nutrients that are necessary or the production of hydrochloric acid, um, and you know, even where uh, people thought that they were perhaps a bit more regular, uh, if you're removing grains from your diet, uh, for instance, you know, some of these uh, high lectin foods, grains and legumes and things, a lot of these foods are very common sources of sensitivity for people. So a lot of times, what people are interpreting as quote unquote regularity is actually more of a chronic irritation that they've been relying on in order to have regular bowel movements. So removal of irritants such as things like caffeine or grains from the diet can halt what it seemed like that regularity and and was instead more of a regularity based on, I guess, what you could almost call chronic IBS. Um, it, it can take time for healthy tone and, and true regularity to resume and... Um, you know part of the issue too with this with the the sort of primal body primal mind way of eating is that you you're in general eating a lower volume of food, so uh, you may not find that you're going as often you don't have as as much bulk moving through your G i tract uh, on a regular basis, and so that can seemingly slow things down because you're simply not eating as much as you used to uh, with this particular dietary approach so If you feel the need to, using some extra fiber supplements, and there's one I particularly like called Super Seed. It's made by Garden of Life. Um, uh, And also maybe some additional magnesium uh, can really help here. Uh, And with magnesium, it's one of those things that, um, you know, if you you gradually increase the amount of magnesium that you take until it sort of does the job. And the way I do it, uh, or the way I would do it, is maybe by taking it at night before going to bed, and then seeing what happens the next morning, and then the following night. If if I didn't get the results I'd hoped for, perhaps slightly increasing the amount that I took, uh, until you actually do get um, you know the results that you want. Uh, magnesium will eventually work. You don't want to rely on taking big doses of magnesium long term, but then again, many people are deficient in magnesium. Um, sluggish bile can lead to a slowdown of proper GI function when fats are increased in the diet. And of course, this is a higher percentage fat diet that we're talking about. Not necessarily a high fat diet, but a high percentage fat diet. And bile thinning agents, such as supplements containing um, oh, beet tops and stem extracts and concentrates, uh, which kind of has almost like a, you know, the way paint thinner works for paint, these kinds of agents will work pretty reliably on human bile. Uh the amino acid taurine and and and, and the enzyme pancreolipase. Um these can sometimes be found in biliary support formulas and they can make all the difference for some uh for some people and really help improve fat and fat soluble nutrient digestion. Sometimes just getting that fat digestion moving a little bit better, working a little bit better is all anybody needs to get things working better. And of course, anytime you're increasing uh, the amount of fat in your diet, you want to be sure that you have healthy bile flow uh, and that you don't actually have something like gallstones and, and whatnot. If, if you have aches and pains under the right side of your, you know, rib cage, and you know you find, feel like you're not tolerating fat real well, and you having any pain at all associated with that, you really need to contact, you know, your um, natural health care provider to talk about uh, strategies for improving that condition before you go ahead and and start adding a bunch more fat to your diet because you may end up, you know, um, doing yourself more harm than good until you can get that functioning better. So that's kind of an important caveat to this. Um, if you've had a higher history of, of sugar and starch in your diet, that can really result, too, in, in magnesium deficiencies, which, of course, is absolutely necessary for smooth muscle contraction as would, you know, be occurring in your in your um, lower GI tract. And you know, you need the magnesium for parasympathetic functioning of your nervous system and and that proper gut motility as they call it. So, increasing that magnesium intake again can often quickly resolve uh constipation issues. Um higher carbohydrate and uh Grain and legume diets can also result in deficiencies of certain key nutrients, as I mentioned before, in, in hydrochloric acid production, particularly things like B1, vitamin B1 and, and zinc. And so sometimes it may take time to replenish uh, those stores. Sometimes some supplementation with those nutrients can be helpful in giving your body the raw materials it needs in order to restore healthy digestion. And then finally, one of the other things that is a really common uh problem is low thyroid uh function it's it's like this virtually epidemic problem and it can very often result in poor hydrochloric acid production um sluggish bile and and then subsequently sluggish bowels so uh the other thing to consider is that uh, thyroid hormone um well when we eat proteins and things, we secrete a hormone called gastrin. um, And gastrin is what stimulates the parietal cells of your stomach to produce hydrochloric acid. Well, gastrin is a thyroid hormone-dependent hormone. And so if for some reason your thyroid's not functioning up to snuff, the odds are, in fact, you can almost take to the bank that your digestion is not going to be up to snuff either. And uh, constipation issues are exceedingly common in people with compromised thyroid function. And again, if if you've been relying on things like caffeine and grains to stimulate yourself to go, um, then when you remove those things, you're left with what the real problems are. So having answered that particular question. We're going to go to a commercial break here, and when we come back, we'll get to more. So uh, please stay tuned. I'm Nora Gidgoudis, and this is Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. We'll be back in just a minute.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: NBC science consultant Dr. Mark Steinberg says every so often you encounter a gem among the dross competing for your attention. Such is the case with Primal Body, Primal Mind, written by Nora Getgoudis. Primal Body, Primal Mind is a non-fictional excursion into the realm of biology, politics, and self-care that you will never get from formal academic education. It's a nutritional treasure map leading to optimal wellness the way nature intended, a jewel. Tom Hartman, acclaimed author, scholar, and national radio host says, if you want to really know how your body and brain work, read this book. Go beyond the low-carb and paleo diet to discover the ultimate key to health, a better brain, weight loss, better mood, and a longer life. Primal Body, Primal Mind will show you how you can save more money eating incredibly well than you ever believed possible. You can order the life-changing book Primal Body, Primal Mind today and sign up for Nora Gabgoudis' weekly blog update at www.primalbody-primalmind.com
5: Best. Is there
4: truly a lesson in every situation? Can you learn from another person's experiences or are lessons learned when they only happen to you? Dave Pelzer, number one national and number one international best-selling author, challenges listeners to stand tall, to be accountable no matter what the setbacks, and to recommit to enhancing their lives as well as assisting others around them. Listen to the Dave Pelzer Show every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Radio Network.
1: tuned in to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio with host Nora Gedgaudis. Got a question for Nora about today's show? The phone lines are open now at 1-866-472-5792. Toll free, 1-866-472-5792. Now back to our show. Here's Nora.
2: Well, welcome back to the show. Uh, So in this half hour, basically what I'm doing is I'm going through some of the emails that I've gotten from um, from you listeners out there. Um, where you 've presented a lot of questions uh, you know some of which are sort of recurring themes that I get over and over again uh, about my book and about the whole uh, dietary issue um, and uh one of the questions you know and i 'm attempting to answer those this this half hour because getting to your uh, getting to your questions over email sometimes is a little bit uh, tough for me when I, when I get so many. And so uh, I've noticed that there have been a few that seem to come through again and again, and uh, so I'm taking an opportunity this half hour to kind of get to some of that. But I also want to welcome you all to call in. If you have questions you would like to ask me on the air, uh, you can call the number uh, 866-472-5792, and I'd be happy to, uh, to talk to you. But one of the other questions that comes up very often is uh, people will ask me um, because of course they see in my book that I'm advocating um, you know just sort of giving up that fear uh that sort of long ingrained fear of dietary fat and beginning to sort of embrace that again as a food that is uh incredibly important for us on on a whole variety of levels, and so I encourage people to consume as much fat as they feel that they need in order to satisfy their appetites. And one question that seems to come through again and again is, how much fat should I be eating? (laughs) I I don't know if people want, you know, some exact number. Um, I know a lot of books offer real exact formulas. They give you percentages and formulas and grams and all that kind of a thing. And um, here, you know, I'm sort of saying, well, you know, pay attention to your body. Pay attention to what it's telling you. And, uh, and, and you know, it's, it's one of those questions whose answer is really different for everyone. Now, I mainly say to eat as much fat, again, as much natural fat as you need in order to satisfy your appetite. Now, you want to also be sure in this process that you're getting your essential fats like the omega-3s and GLA. Um, there are far too many diets out there that are telling people that those are the only kind of fats that are good for you. Well, that's ridiculous. Throughout history, we've consumed tons of uh, different kinds of fats, and we need a variety. So I often recommend supplementing with the omega-3s in GLA just to be on the safe side. Omega-3 fish oil, cod liver oil, which is mainly a vitamin A supplement with some D in it, by the way, um, and something like either evening primrose oil, or I actually prefer black currant seed oil, which is actually a food oil, which are good sources of GLA, which is also known as gamma-linolenic acid, which is another essential fatty acid that's also an anti-inflammatory one. Apart from that, I'm inclined toward selecting really maybe the fattier cuts of meat and fish, uh, making sure, of course, that these things come from grass-fed, very... Um, very carefully raised, you know, or wild-caught sources. You know, beyond that, you might consider, you know, adding some sautéed mushrooms and onions um, uh, in butter to put on top of uh, these a few slices of, of meat on your plate or or pouring garlic butter, olive oil on top. Um, sliced avocado makes for a wonderful extra source of fat at, at mealtime, olives or a dash of sesame oil. You know, all that's important is that you feel that your appetite become satisfied. You'll discover that bulk really isn't quite so necessary and that you're getting by on less food than you ever thought you could, which, of course, in these economic times is is very, very good news. This way of eating, I'm here to tell you, can save you a ton of money uh, on your health bills as well as your grocery bills. So if you feel you need bulk, we can always use, in fact, I encourage you to use, steamed and raw uh, vegetables and uh, salads with olive oil and maybe a splash of balsamic uh, vinegar maybe some quality uh, prepared mustard added to that kind of whipped into that it's it's unbelievably delicious and i'm telling you you are never <laughs> going to be hungry but again what's important here is variety and being sure you don't forget the essential fats if you're eating all your meat from grass-fed sources all of your fish from wild-caught sources, and especially if, you're in, if you include a few organ meats, if you're able to do that uh, once in a while, you really should be mostly covered. Um, if you have an autoimmune, though, or some other sort of inf- chronic inflammatory condition, you really might want to supplement with some extra omega-3s and GLA, and, and, and additional fat-soluble nutrients. You know, the additional fat-soluble nutrients being vitamin A true preformed vitamin A, not beta carotene, um, vitamin E, vitamin D, really important, and vitamin K. Well, I mean, that's about it. It's pretty darn easy to do, and there aren't any hard numbers for you in terms of, quote-unquote, how much. So I hope that helps answer uh, some of the questions that you have about all this. Well, having gone through these two questions, I've just basically gotten through two of them, as as you can tell, I can go on about this stuff. Um, We're pretty much running out of time here today, so I want to encourage everybody listening today to please stay tuned to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio next week when I'm going to be talking all about obesity and weight loss, certain to be a popular topic. Now my guests for this show will basically be yours truly and of course any of you that might be interested in calling in also if you want to send me some of your emails about uh email questions I can um, have those handy for next week's show as well. I'm going to be your sherpa through the battle of the bulge next week so we'll talk about how unwanted weight gain actually happens, why it happens and I'll be offering some strategies for different ways of doing something about it in ways that don't enslave you to pre-apportioned frozen dinners or stimulant drugs or too many supplements. Though we'll talk about how a few different supplements you might want to consider uh, taking can maybe make things a little bit easier. We'll talk. But until then, remember, if it wouldn't look like food to somebody wandering around 40,000 years ago with a loincloth and a spear, I'm here to tell you it's not food for you now either. My name is Nora Gaudis. This is Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio. And thank you so much for listening. I will look forward to hearing you all again here next week on this show. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. I would like to thank my sponsors, the EEG Institute, offering the most trusted and respected source of information and training for neurofeedback, truly world leaders in the field. You can reach the EEG Institute at www.eeginfo.com or at 818-456-5965. I would also like to thank the Nutritional Therapy Association, the NTA, for their generous sponsorship The NTA is the best, most trustworthy and reliable source of foundational nutritional education and nutritional therapist training here in the U.S. and possibly the known universe. I just can't say enough good things about this organization. You can find the Nutritional Therapy Association at www.nutritionaltherapy.com or you can call 1-800-918-9798 that's 1-800-918-9798. Tell Marcy Nora sent you. Thanks, too, to Biotics Northwest, the source for exceptional health care practitioner quality supplements for every health professional. You can reach them at www.bioticsnorthwest.com or at 1-800-636-6913. Also, be sure to visit my website at www.primalbody-primalmind.com where you can also get my book, Primal Body, Primal Mind, Empower Your Health, Your Total Health, The Way Evolution Intended and Didn't.
1: Thanks again for listening to Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio, hosted by Nora Gedgaudis. Come back for another great program next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And have a great week.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com.